0: Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome to this week's edition of the AMM Torah Podcast. This week's podcast is for Parshas Lachacha, and let's get right into it. So Parshas Lachacha introduces us to an entire new chapter in the Torah and in world history. As we're introduced to the first Jew, Avram Avinu at the beginning of this week's Parsha, really at the end of last week's Parsha. Uh, And of course, he's uh, first known as Avram until the end of this week's Parsha, where Hashem changes his name to Avraham, which we're actually going to discuss at the end of the Parsha. So the Torah tells us how Sarah, or Sarah at the time, and Avram went many years without having children. And at a certain point, Sarah tells Avraham that he should take her maid servant Hagar as a wife, and... The hope was that this chesed, this kindness of giving Hagar the opportunity to have a child of her own, from Avraham especially, uh, would give them the sus to have their own child together. And we actually see the same thing was uh, imitated years later uh, with Rachel Imenu, that when she was not having children, she suggested to Yaakov that he take uh, Bilha and the uh, That the same process would take place, that that through Bilhah, uh, having children with Yaakov, Rachel and Yaakov would then have their own schus to have children together. But getting back to Sarah and Avram, so Avram takes Hagar, and Hagar immediately becomes pregnant, and uh, she actually begins making fun of Sarah. Uh, Rashi explains that uh, it must be uh, that Hagar was saying it must be that Sarah Sarai is not as great a greater person as she pretends to be because here I had a child or I'm pregnant immediately and Sarah has gone all these years without having children. So Sarai goes straight to Avram, and uh, this this is uh, in Parik Tes Zion Pasuk. Uh, the pasuk says Vatomer Sarah el Avram. Sarah says to Avram, My injustice is upon you. This is your fault. I gave my maidservant into your bosom. And see that she has become pregnant. And I've become lighter in her eyes. Uh, We see that Hagar is making fun of Sarah. Because now she's pregnant and the main wife, Sarah, is not. And the passage ends. Let Hashem judge between me and you. Rashi explains that uh, Sarah felt that Hagar's pregnancy showed that while Sarah was not worthy of bearing children, Avraham was, because we see that he's about to have a child with Hagar. And Rashi says that she blamed Avraham when she says, Yishpor Hashem B'ni'e B'necha, Hashem should judge between us, she blamed Avraham for not davening for the both of them. She felt that Avraham must have just davened for himself, that, uh, that he should be worthy of children, but did not include her as well, or at least did not daven uh, as strongly uh, for her. And that's why Hagar became pregnant from Avraham, and she uh, still could not have children. And of course, we see in next week's parsha, 14 years later, um, Sarah does in fact have a child with Avraham, Yitzchak Avinu, and uh, history continues from there. But the question always bothered me, Was it worth it? Was giving Hagar to Avram worth it? Or more correctly, did it accomplish its goal? Did the action of Sarah allowing Hagar to be with Avraham, did that give her a schus to have children? And this year I discovered an explanation in the Kliyukar, which I believe answers this question. At the end of the parsha, like we mentioned before, uh, Hashem changes the names of Avram and Sarai to Avraham and Sarah, adding a letter Hey to Avram, making it Avraham, and changing the Yud from the end of Sarai to a Hay, making it Sarah. And there's a, Rashi brings a famous medrash that says that the Yud from Sarai, it didn't disappear. It actually waited around for centuries, I think uh, almost a thousand years even, until it was given to Hosea ben Nun, when Moshe changed his name to Yoshua in Parsha's Shlach. So that Yud was added on to the beginning of Hosea, and it became Yoshua. Um, this idea of recycling the letters, the importance of recycling the letters, the necessity to recycle the letter, what it actually means that you're recycling a letter, that it's the same letter that waited around for a full millennium, uh, that goes beyond the scope of our discussion right now, and uh, perhaps we'll discuss it another time. But in the meantime, that's the Medrash uh, that Rashi brings, and this is the general pshat that everyone says. The Kleokar, uh brings a different explanation, a more a, a Kabbalistic explanation, uh, to the fate of this letter Yod from Sarai. In Kabbalah, the letter He has the power of fertility. Again, the The power, the significance of letters uh, goes beyond the scope of this Stavart Torah, and uh, perhaps we'll discuss it another time. But for now, please just uh, take me at my word. So in Kabbalah, the letter hay has the power of fertility, and he brings different psukim uh, that show this is true. So what Hashem did is that he gave a hay to Avram, and he gave one to Sarah, giving them this power. But where did these hays come from? So he explains like this. In the Hebrew alphabet, each letter is assigned a numerical value, which we call a gematria. The numerical value of the letter He is 5, and the value of Yud is 10. So two He's make a Yud. So what Hashem did is that He took the Yud from Sarai, split it in two, and gave one to each of them, allowing them to have a baby together. So we see very clearly that even Avraham's ability to have a child came directly from Sarah. The Yud from her name was split into two. She kept half of it, and the other half was given to Avram. So even his power of fertility, even his schus to have a child, came from Sarah. And to me, there's no doubt that this came directly from the act of chesed that Sarah did with Hagar. The schus that Sarah had to give this power of the haze to both of them, to both herself and Avraham, was a result of this act. Her sacrifice led her to becoming the mother of the entire Jewish nation. And it's interesting, just as a side point, that with all the troubles we have nowadays from the nation of Yishmael, Sarah would not have been able to have Yitzchak without Hagar having Yishmael. Just something to think about. Another topic perhaps the brooch uh, for another time, but just something I wanted to put out there uh, as to why that had to be and, and to think about over Shabbos. But to, but to me, I, I'm, I'm positive that, that this is, uh, that this is a, a raya, this is a proof that the act that Sarah did uh, to give Hagar to Avraham led to her schus of being able to have a child with Avraham. And as we work through Sefer Bereishis, we've we've discussed this in previous years. Sefer Bereishis only has three mitzvos in it, and the Torah is not a storybook, It's not a history book. Its purpose is to teach us mitzvos. So why do we have a Sefer with almost no mitzvos in it? So the prime purpose of Sefer Bereishis is really to look at these stories, look at these meisim of our of us of our emos of our of our forefathers, and to learn from their actions, and to marvel at their greatness and to feel pride at being their descendants. And this act of sarahs, this great act of chesed, is a great example to lead us off with as we travel through the Sefer. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the A.M. Torah Podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, Old Ideas for the Modern Mind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of A.M. Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Ashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash amemtora, and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtora. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.